0: Hey, happy Friday Mets fans. How are you all doing? Welcome to the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah, I know you're not loving this. Me singing. You better hear other boys sing if you want to hear other boys sing. Anyway, the weekend is here. And we got some Mets baseball to talk about. So what do you say we go ahead and start delving into what's happening in Metsville? That's one of the series finale yesterday in St. Louis. That was good to see. Uh, Taiwan Walker, one of the more pleasant surprise. I shouldn't say he's a surprise, but one of the uh, more people were satisfied with this as far as performance is concerned. Pitched a beautiful ball game yesterday. He fired a one hitter over seven innings. 8 strikeouts and retired the last 18 batters he faced in his best performance this season. But yet it's still, there's a little bit of uncertainty in what should have been a lopsided victory. So each Walker pitch carried some significance and uh, Walker did not disappoint at all. Uh, He was pounding the strike zone. Uh, He was throwing everything he could for strikes, which is nice because he did have control problems in the past a uh, few starts, but when he got behind, he was able to throw a changeup or something to get them off the fastball, and they either flew out or ground out, so he pitched. He was a pitcher's pitcher yesterday, and with the performance yesterday, he lowered his ERA to 2.38, a number that would lead many starting rotations, but on this Mets staff, it comes in third behind, yes, the who was a .51 ERA. And Marcus Stroman has an ERA of 2.12. Uh, that's a good thing when you have those three guys with ERAs like that. Things are going to work out. Uh, and I think things will turn the corner. Uh, all these three of these guys are doing what they need to do. Uh, it was a tight, tight game. Like I said, it was tighter than you thought with Walker pitching the way he did. But they did establish a cushion in the eighth inning when they sent eight players, eight batters to the plate for the second time in the game and scored twice to take a 4 1 lead. Alonzo's walk with the bases loaded forced in one run, and Dominic Smith's RBI single added another. And then there was another significant moment. Hold on to your hats, folks, in the ninth inning when Doar singled to right field and it ended in 0 for 26 drought. When Doar re- actually reached base four times in the game, so that was nice. When uh, said, still a long road, I'm still working as hard as I can to be the best player I can be. If I can do something on a daily basis to help the team, that's to me, is it. Uh, the Mets did draw. Here, here's the funny part about the game. Uh, the Mets drew 11 walks and left 17 runners on base. And unfortunately, they went 3 for 15 runners in scoring position. Three for fifteen even he had fifteen opportunities with runners in scoring position that's unheard of, and they went three for fifteen uh but like I said, they did prevail uh the only scare was when Walker allowed an under and run in the second after wars throw a second sale for an error and gave the Cardinals runners on the corners with nobody out. Uh, Harrison Bader sacrifice five brought in Nolan Areronado at single leading off the inning. then Walker got rolling in the second inning. Uh, there was even a 17-minute rain delay, and luckily it was short enough so that Walker could come back in the ballgame uh, before the bottom of the sixth inning when the uh, rain came, and he handled the three batters he faced. So he did it again the seventh, and he ran his uh, consecutive batters out straight to 18. Uh, the tone might have been set in the first inning when Walker struck out the side, uh, when he struck out Tommy Edmond, Dylan Carson, and Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, like I said, the Mets, you know, they weren't scoring when they should have. Uh, but in the 5th, they sent eight players to the plate and scored twice without getting hit in the inning. That's taking advantage of poor baseball by the Cardinals. I mean, yesterday, the Cardinals played fundamentally poor baseball. Let's admit that. Uh, after Alonzo reached on Aaron Otto's throwing error, John Ganwalk, Smith, Kevin Poor, and War in succession of forcing a run. He was replaced by Cody Whitley, who walked McCann to give the Mets their second run. So despite all the chaos for the week, and there was chaos in Metville, uh, topic number one was Chili Davis and uh, Tom Slater being let go. uh, The Mets did manage a four and three road trip, so now they return home for five games against the D-backs and Orioles before they hit the road again. So hopefully they can have a winning homestand and start taking off from there. Uh, So, despite everything, the road trip wasn't as bad as it could have been. The only uh, little bit of a setback that Mets heard yesterday was that Carlos Carrasco won't be coming back as soon as we had hoped. Uh, Carlos Carrasco has moved to the 60-day injured list. So, that means as soon as he'll be eligible, the pitch is May 31st. Uh, Rumor has it that Carrasco hasn't been feeling right in his rehab with a torn right hamstring. It'll slow down the process. Uh, he pitched in a Tuesday simulator game. Uh, but he was not clear to pitch in a minor league game Sunday like he was supposed to. So the original time frame was six to eight weeks, but they're going to take it a little bit longer with Carlos, and that's a good thing. Uh, Joey Ocasio looks like he's going to get it to start Saturday, and he has to get his act together. He's at 10.13 R.A. and four appearances for the Mets. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not impressed so far with him. He's better off in the bullpen. Uh, Yamamoto, who they brought up from Triple A Syracuse for Thursday game, may be the better alternative. But again, I'm not the manager. I don't know everything that's going on with all these guys, so we'll see. Uh, another encouraging sign was that the Grominator played a catch before the game, and he f- said he felt good in his first throwing since he was scratched from his start Tuesday. And uh, is expected to throw a bullpen session Friday, and he may be in line to pitch on Sunday. Uh, and as far as Brandon Nimmo, even being placed on the injured list, uh, the Mets may be bringing up Khalil Lee to fill uh, his spot. And uh, they also have Jones Wee Fargas as a possibility. And then there's a. Uh, for the last two games, they brought up, uh, Patrick Mazika, backup catcher, travel team as part of the taxi squad to give some, uh, room off the bench. So that's it as far as like all the tidbits going on. Uh, the encouraging thing was, like I said, looks like Francisco Lindor may be ready to break out of that slump. Uh, you know what? He's been getting on base on a lot of these games. He just hasn't been getting hits. Uh, So I just think it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. Uh, Had a good day Thursday. Walked three times. You can't poo-poo the walks. It's just as good as a hit. And that's because the corner of pitching walked 11 guys total. Three times with the bases loaded. But still, he was getting on base. Uh, He snuck a hard ground ball through the right side of the infield with two outs in the top of the ninth. And that's what you need sometimes. One of those seeing-eye hits. It's a clean single. That snapped an 0-for-26 slide. And fell one short of his career worst over. So he's been down this road before, so let's not panic. Uh the Mets dugout, they were happy as can be waving at Lindor and Lindor waved back. He was happy, but he's still hitting 163, so he couldn't celebrate too much. But uh he did say as soon as I hit the ball, I was just hoping no one would catch it. I'm still hitting about negative twenty with men on base. Point one twenty with men on base, and that's not good. Uh but we'll see. Uh, I remember there's other shortstops and they compare his start to Derek Jeter, who went over 32 in April of 2004. And he was hitting at 161 when he let off a game against Oakland, a home run against Barry Zito. And just for the record, uh, Jeter batted 292 for the year with a 471 slugging percentage and finished 13th in the MVP boat. So it's not all that bad. Another famous New Yorker who had a bad slump was Gil Hodges, went 0-for-21 the 52 World Series, and began the 53 season, 15 for his first 83, so carried over. And then, on May 24th, he had a 181 average. Uh, all of a sudden, he found his groove, and he hit three oh two that year, 37 homers, 122 RBIs. So sometimes it's just the timing of the slump. At the beginning of the year it gets a little bit more magnified. So there's hope. Where there's hope, there's dope. And uh, this could be the beginning of a nice little run for Francisco Lendor. And plus, the Mets got new batting coaches. So there you go. Little help for Francisco there. Uh, Tonight, we take on the Diamondbacks. We, meaning the Metropolitans, the team we all love. And that's why you're listening, I hope. Well, even if you're not, at least you're listening. But uh, yeah, we go tonight, and uh, three game series, uh, two games on uh, tonight, and uh, tomorrow. And tonight we have David Peterson, one and three, four point one ERA, going against Gallant from Arizona. It's not a bad pitcher, one and one with three point four eight ERA. So we got two night games tonight and tomorrow, and then a Mother's Day game on Sunday, so let's hope it's a good series. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our usual Mets stuff, so stay tuned. Glad you joined us today. All right, folks, thanks for waiting and joining us for the second segment of the broadcast, the fun part of the broadcast, as we like to say, we begin every second segment with our next Jeopardy! and trivia question of the day. So who's ready? Who is ready? Raise your hands. Okay, that's good to see. Very, very good to see. You. I'm very encouraged by that. It's uh, very nice to see. Uh, today, the Met trivia question of the day is... Who's ready? Okay. The Met trivia question of the day is, What Met picture leads the franchise in career losses as a New York Met? Okay, I'll repeat it one more time who is the all-time leading lost how would I say this now who is the all-time leader in losses for a Met pitcher in a New York Mets career okay you got that one good 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 now we'll go to today's Mets Jeopardy here are two clues folks after two seasons in the Met system, he was diagnosed with cancer. Against all odds, he recovered in time to join the AA Jackson Mets through the 75 season and went 3-4 with a 3.17 earned run average. Second quote, he earned his first win in his first start on May 19th against the San Francisco Giants. With two outs in the eighth inning, he lost his shutout bid in that game, but he still got the weight. Once again, the first clue is After two seasons, the Mets' foreign system Was diagnosed with cancer And against all odds, he recovered in time To join the AA Jackson Mets Midway through the 75 season And went 3-4 With a 3.17 earned run average Second clue He earned his first win in his first start On May 19th against the San Francisco Giants With two outs in the 8th inning And he lost his shutout bid Okay, take your time with both lock in your answers, and we'll be back at the end of this show to provide the correct answers for you. How about that? That's what we do here. Okay, now we're going to celebrate the Met birthdays in Met history today. We have five to celebrate, so put on your Met birthday hats and wish. Ready for the first one? Billy Murphy, a happy birthday. Billy Warren, number 23 with the Mets, and he was with us in 1966 for one season. <clears throat> Primarily a center fielder, uh, played 48 games in center, eight in left, played 84 games total, uh, had three homers, 13 RBIs, with a 230 batting average. Billy Murphy. Happy birthday, Billy. Second birthday we want to celebrate today, Manny Murphy. Hernandez. Who remembers Manny? If you do, then you are amazing. Because he only played one game and pitched one inning for the Mets in 1989. He wore number 36. But yes, he is a Met. And we wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday today to Brooke Fordyce. Now, Brooke Started his career with the Mets in 95, got him four games, two at-bats, but he did jump around the major leagues a bit. He was with the Reds for three years, White Sox for two, Orioles for four, Rays for one year. Uh, One number five with the Mets. Yes, indeed. Brooke Fordyce. Happy birthday, Brooke. Also celebrating a birthday today, James Loney. He was fun when he was with the Mets. He actually played played pretty well for the Mets. He was a We needed him at that point, and he came through. He was in addition to the Mets. Uh, when we got him from San Diego, we needed a first baseman at that time, and he came through big time. Uh, he played 100 games, batted uh, 343 times at-bats, 265 average, uh, nine homers, 34 RBIs, and he was fun to watch. Good defensively, too. Uh and he was a good fill-in when we needed him the most. So happy birthday, James Loney. you're keeping score at home, James Ward number 28. <clears throat> How about Kim Broxton? Uh, he was one of the more exciting players in baseball when he played. And he came to us uh, at the end of 2019, at the end of his career. He started his career with the Pirates, played three years with the Brewers, one year with the Mariners, one year with the Orioles, and then came to the Metropolitans, uh, played 34 games primarily in left field, played a little center. Uh, 34 games, 49 at-bats, no homers, two RBIs, and he didn't hit much. 143, went on-base percentage, 208. Happy birthday, Keon. You deserve it. Uh, Unfortunately, on this date, we lost a Met, Gus Bell, uh, one of the original Mets from 1962. Uh, He uh, had played with the Reds. He was part of those good Red teams in the 50s from 53 to 61. And then the the Mets drafted him in that expansion draft, and then they traded him to the Milwaukee Brewers in exchange for Frank Thomas. And, uh, it, it was kind of weird, and then he ended up back up with the Mets, but happy birthday to Gus Bell, number three in our lineup and scorecard, and, uh, some transaction of note, Mets traded Tom Hall to the Royals for Brian Jones on this date in 1976. Tom, the Blade Hall, who remembers him? Then on this date in 1992, the Mets claimed Chico Walker on waivers from the Chicago Cubs. And then we claimed Tommy Malone on waivers from the Brewers. On a personal note, I always dreaded when Tommy Malone came in. Oof, it was, It was rough. Every time he made like five starts for the Mets in 2017 and ERA 8.56, I always said, you're better off putting in one of the batting practice pitchers in. But he didn't work out for the Mets. He still hung around uh, for a few years. Uh, Nationals in 18, Mariners 19, Orioles 20, Braves 20. So he's one of those guys I always found a job somehow. But with the Mets, let's just be honest, I'll call a spade a spade here. He was horrible. And now for our game in Met history on this date. We'll go back to 2016, and this is a game that will live in infamy. Remembering Martolo Colon becoming the f- oldest player in Major League Baseball to hit his first career homer. Now, it was a Saturday afternoon in uh, Petco Park. Uh, good crowd on hand, 41,028. I think the 7-line even made the trip out there. And uh, the Mets were in second place. They were rocking and rolling, 17-11. and 11. And they're going to take on Andy Green's Padres, who were 13 and 17. And the Mets tried to avoid a sleep and ma- sweep and made it a memorable night for the many Mets fans in attendance. It wasn't about the Mets final winning game in San Diego Series or about the fact that the Nats had lost three straight and the Mets could gain some ground takeoff first place early in the season. And really, it wasn't even about the fact that Bartolo Cone earned another career victory, getting closer to the all time Dominican Dandy leader in victories, Juan Marichal. It was all about Bartolo Colon, who at this point had become a Met cult hero. And every time he took the mound, he made a play in the field or on the mound or threw a pitch that expanded his legend. And whatever you wanted to call him, big, sexy, Bartolo, Bart, uh, on this date, he and the Mets made history again this day. And what was that history? Bartolo became the oldest player at age 42 in MLB history to hit his first career homer. He also became the fifth oldest pitcher in MLB history to ever hit a homer. As for Met history, he's the second oldest Met and one of just three Mets. Uh, the other two being yesterday's birthday boy Say Hey Willie Mays and Julio Franco to hit homers at the age of 42. It was his first homer of his career and the third extra base hit of his career as well as it being the first hit of his, the season for him. And check this out. You could have went to the nacho stand and got some nachos while he did his trot around the bases. It took him 30.6 seconds to round the bases, and that may have been an all time record. When he got to the dugout, all the Mets players hid in the runway, and no one was there to greet him. They all came running back to mob him with nothing but smiles. And that day, Colin wasn't the only ball player to go yardy. Joanna uh, sespedes hit a two run shot in the first inning, his 10th of the year, driving in runs 28 and 29, and he was among the NL leaders. So Yanis picking up where he left off when he joined the Mets in 15, and then in the ninth inning, David Wright added his fourth of the year, and back-to-back, Michael Conforto added his fifth of the year. So the two big studs for the Mets, Wright and Conforto, faces their franchise, went back-to-back on for the Mets. The Mets went on to win 6-3, to three, bringing them to win a half game of first place. And Colon uh, not only was big with the bat, he pitched a good game, too, going six and two-thirds, allowing three runs, six hits, and walked just one and struck out one. And then Gary Cohen, a fool off the handle, he was so excited when Gary hit the home run. He said, this is one of the greatest moments in the history of baseball. Bartolo Colon has gone deep. And Bartolo said after the game, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm very thankful. I thank God. I'm very grateful. It means a lot. Bartolo said he knew it was gone because the ball in San Diego carries very well. He also said he felt it was the biggest moment of his career. So all those great pitching performances he had, Bartolo said that was probably his greatest moment in baseball. And that's a day we will never, ever forget where we met fans. Okay, we're going to end things like we always do with the answers to our trivia and final Mets Jeopardy. Again, today's final Mets Jeopardy was after two seasons in the Mets' farm system, was diagnosed with cancer against all odds. He recovered in time to join the double-A Jackson Mets midway through the 75 season with 3-4 with a 3.17 run average. He earned his first win in his first start on May 19th against the Giants with two outs in the eighth inning, and he lost his shutout bid. Okay, have you locked in your answers? That's good. The correct response is, who is Jackson Todd? Congrats to those who got the answer. Now today's Met Trivia question is, what Met pitcher has the most losses in club history? Guys, lock in your answers. This could have been tricky or maybe not for you, I'm not sure. The correct answer is Jerry Kuzman with 137. So, congrats to all you who got the answers today. Whether well, you got both of them, one of them, or even if you didn't get any, thanks for trying. I do want to thank you guys again for uh, listening to this podcast. Yeah, hopefully, it's a nice compliment to our group site, uh, New York Mets Baseball a Way of Life. Uh, please feel free to subscribe on your uh, podcast carrier. That way, you'll be updated whenever we have a new episode up and running. And uh, I hope you're enjoying them. And If you ever want to reach out to me and talk about something that's on the podcast or something you want to hear, um, my email address is philstan41 at gmail.com. Again, I want to thank all you guys for your support. It really does mean a lot to me. Uh, I really enjoy this, and from the feedback I'm getting from you guys, you're enjoying it too. Uh, so, big week in event baseball coming up against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Enjoy the games. We'll be back, as always, tomorrow to talk about today's game and other great Mets stuff. So thanks again for listening. really means a lot to me, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Let's go Mets.